Hello, welcome to God in Company, a weekly podcast produced by the Office of St. Anne Youth Ministry at St. Anne Church. The title God in Company is inspired by the scripture verse from the Gospel of Matthew, which says, where two or more are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. I'm one of your hosts, Lucas Francisco. I'm a returning Emmaus. This is my third year in the program, and I'm currently a senior at James Logan High. Hi, I'm Miranda. I'm the co-host of, of this episode. This is my first year as an Emmaus, and um, I'm also a senior at James Logan High School. Um, on this episode, we are joined by... Hi, my name is Feliza. I'm a third year Emmaus member, and I'm a senior at American High School. Hello, my name is Michaela. I'm my first year Emmaus, and I'm a freshman at Mount St. Mary College. What's up, y'all? My name is Jacob, and it is my second year at Ohlone College, and this will, I'm pretty sure this is my fourth year in Emmaus. Hello, my name is Elijah. Um, this is my third year in Emmaus, and I'm a freshman at Azusa Pacific University. So this is going to be a four-part series based on the themes of the youth, mi- youth ministry retreat. And this episode, we're going to connect how our relationship with ourselves is important and how it keeps us grounded in our faith. So um, why do you guys think keeping a healthy relationship with yourself is so important? Uh, I think, honestly, keeping a relationship with myself is important just so... I can learn to trust myself and trust the things that I'm doing and with that trust the everyone around me because if I'm telling myself like oh trust these people then I can trust myself and in that so yeah yeah definitely I feel like it's good to keep a like healthy mindset in all of this and I think keeping a healthy relationship with myself just keeps like going on with routines going on um, and proving to myself and keeping goals to just help myself be better overall. Um, I think keeping a healthy relationship with yourself is important because ultimately only you have to live with yourself forever. So you have to like the person who you are so that you can start living your life and being there for others. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Feliza said about having a clear mind for yourself to be there better for others. Um, personally, if I have a good relationship with myself and my head is clear, I'm able to do better in all aspects, whether that's communicating with my other friends and family or having a clear mind in school. Um, just being able to overall have mental clarity, I guess. Most definitely. Um, I think like the how you are with yourself can really reflect on how you are with others. And I think that's a huge part because, like, you, you hear this a lot, like, if you can't love yourself, you can't love someone else. And I think it's very important to have love for yourself, to have that self-love and know how to treat yourself, you know, because sometimes we get caught up in, in doing things so much for others that you forget about yourself sometimes. And, I mean, I can I can attest to that. It's just, I think it's just, yeah, it's, it's really important to. Yeah. Yeah. Going off of what you said, Jacob, um, I think like when, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, um, you think, oh, I'm this, I'm that. Um, And I think that having that, you know, that self-confidence is something that, I don't know, I worked on personally. Like I reflected on myself in order to, you know, maintain, um, you know, self-maturity, other things that are going on around me, like school, other relationships. Um, 
I just think, yeah, like self-confidence, self-love, you know, something that, you know, we can look, can look at ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what are some of the things that you guys do to maintain this type of relationship with yourself, especially during times like now when it's, when you're just by yourself most of the time? I could just, I could jump in. Um, so I think the transition now being so isolated it was really different because before if anything i just struggled with always being out and being social so i don't know i was used to being around like i guess party life and then now since we're all isolated it kind of drove me crazy at first but and then i learned to like i guess sit with my own silence and i did so by journaling by getting closer to my faith and building my relationship with god and overall, just finding habits I truly enjoyed outside of being with other people. Yeah, I think um, something that I started doing too um, was journaling. And it was really good just writing down all my thoughts and not feeling I have to feel judged by other people for having mm -hmm. these thoughts. And something that I did to um, kind of not do it like every single day type of way I'll do it like maybe once a week and I just started it recently was I've been doing um poetry and mm. it's been helping me to express myself in a way that um I can with symbolism and words because I'm I don't know how to paint I don't know how to draw and I don't know how to do like <laughs> editing or yeah. filming and that's some of the ways that I wanted to pursue it but I just couldn't do it so mm. I thought the next best thing for me was poetry and Honestly, ever since I started that a few months ago, I've been feeling very appreciative of myself and appreciative of the thoughts that I've been having and just letting it out for myself and for um, other people to see. Yeah, I, I completely agree with with what Lucas said. Um, I think it's important that like I've gave, given myself like the opportunity to just like let go of everything. Just like what Michaela said, how, um, I've I also like lived a very like social life and it it was all based on like my interactions with other people and since quarantine I've also had to sit with myself and sit with my own thoughts um but that's also led me to finally like letting everything out that I've had had to hold in for like so long mm -hmm. and that's so great that I've been able to learn this for myself so yeah. Yeah. Um, going off of what you guys said, um, I think that um, journaling and poetry is all is very you know important in maintaining um, you know stable mental health. And I I've been doing that for a couple years. Um, but something I started doing like during quarantine is daily affirmations. Um, uh, before class, like in the morning, I would take a post-it note and I would stick it um, either on my computer or on the wall, um, just saying like, hey, today's gonna be a good day, you are loved. Um, I tell myself, um, hey, uh, don't, wor don't worry about what others think of you, because um, you, you know you're true, you, you know? And I don't know, I think that's really important, you know? Yeah, so. Yeah, that's an that's a interesting question. What, like, um, what do you do to m maintain your relationship with yourself? Because it's like, I mean, for me, I've I've thought I've known how to be with myself up until this past year, cause I was really I really had to be just in my room, you know, and it was it was real interesting, it was real unique, 
because I find myself really getting, I would find myself getting really deep into my thoughts, thinking ahead, thinking about the past. And I forget, like, I could, I could think about right now. You know what I'm saying? I could try something new. I could, I could, I could, I could do some push-ups, you know, play some video games. But I, I would always find myself thinking about what, what, what do we do now? Or like, what's going to happen? Or like, I was thinking like, dang, was that, was that the last time? You know, yeah. like, you know, just stuff like that. And I think during this pandemic, it's really taught me a new side of myself that I think really contributes to keeping my relationship with myself healthy is I, I learned that I like trying new things. Like I like venturing off and cause it's, mm. it's very interesting when you try something new, it's almost, it's you're, you're in a vulnerable spot. And for the longest time, I couldn't really be vulnerable around anybody. It took a really long time for me to really get myself to that point. But then during the pandemic is just, there's more, it's more, it's more lively, you know, and you, you don't know what's going to happen. Like for example, um, I started training on it like a lot heavier, like a lot on a on a different level compared to how I used to. Like I want to say the last time I, I was training like this is probably when I was a freshman in high school playing basketball. But I forgot how much I love to really challenge myself. And another thing is that is working out really is like that's like my self love type thing. Like mm -hmm. I love working out because mm -hmm. I just feel better. Like it's I I'm not really a morning person, but it's just something about waking up early and getting a, a workout done mm -hmm. in the morning. It's like I got the rest of the day. You know, and I feel good. I earned I earned the rest of the day. Right. You know, and even at night, I could go to I I could go to bed really sore, but I I'll, I'll be content. You know, but just trying new things and really challenging yourself in different different aspects, I feel, really helps me. And yeah, I think all that, you know, came from this past year. To be honest. Yeah. When you um when you feel like you found that drive, like. What do you feel like there's a moment? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I went through phases. Like right when quarantine hit, um, all I was doing was just working out. Cause it, I mean, after like the first three days of like, oh shoot, everyone has to quarantine. We're in a pandemic. Yeah. I was doing nothing. I was really bored. I was just on Snapchat, you know, or FaceTime. It was like, but then after that, it's like, all right, we. I'm talking to these people through the phone. Like I'm tired of being on my phone. So I would just go in my backyard and, and work out. And I was on that for like a cool two weeks. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, I'm tired. But like, I'm, I'm just at home, you know? But it was interesting because I would have those phases of going in and out of, you know, ch loving the workouts. And uh, I'll take this day off. I'll take the next day off. But right now, I'm finding myself to really learn and respect the grind. Of, like, in terms of working out, I'm really learning to respect it and appreciate it. Because it's, it all leads to somewhere. Everything we do leads to something. And... Mm -hmm. You know, whatever we're, we're trying to do in life, if it was easy, everyone would do it, you know? But I'm just really learning to appreciate appreciate the hustle, you know? Yeah. I agree with Jacob. Um, I don't have anything specific to say other than it's important to do things for you, especially right now because no one's watching you at school every day. You don't see your teachers that closely as we used to. But... Um, just listen to yourself and be intuitive. And if you want to do something, just do it. Um, one of the ways I've been doing this is dressing up because definitely most of the school year, I've just been wearing sweatpants and a random shirt. But um, recently I've been going outside just to sit in the sun and dressing up a bit more just because it makes me feel good. And I think that's definitely important to just 
do things for yourself and treat yourself because sometimes you do deserve it. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point because like, it, it it's whatever works for you that is gonna make like whatever makes you happy like that that's that's what works for you and yeah. Yeah, and I think some of the hardest things to remind yourself is what does make you happy and what is things that you want to do and like be passionate about, especially now because it's hard to remind yourself that and you'll keep it up for like a week or two but the motivation is sometimes not there and you'll just kind of for me I just kind of um regretted not doing it more and more but the more I live and like reminding myself that um what I'm doing in the present I could just keep on doing it now and I don't have to think about I didn't do it last month I didn't do it like a few months ago and all and with that what is like some of the things or what were um, times that you didn't feel like you maintained that relationship with yourself and how did that make you guys feel and how did that um, kind of affect your faith in a way? I think when, uh, along with, um, in the beginning of quarantine, uh, like again with the phases, I had a phase where I was, really happy with everything and then when when everything started not working out and I was really realizing that like I wasn't having the stuff that I wanted to have in my life um I I went into this like spiral and I feel like a lot of like a lot of people can relate to that and like just literally not being able to control what you're feeling and just again like letting everything out but not being able to control that and also, another thing that happened with me is, like, because I wasn't okay with myself and, I like, I didn't know what was going on through my head and I wasn't able to control that, I wasn't able to control, like, my relationship with other people. So I think that that's a big thing. And also, like, why we're putting this episode, our relationship with ourselves, before the ones, the relationship with others and our relationship with our faith. So I, I think it's, it's really important that... Um, when our relationship with ourself isn't man- maintained, we realize that like all this other stuff is um, being affected. So that's why we should keep it as strong as possible. Yeah, um, I think um, going off of that, Miranda, um, I think that if our s- if we don't, you know, maintain, you know, a healthy, stable relationship with ourselves, how are we gonna maintain? relationship with others or a relationship with God if you don't have that relationship within ourselves um going off of that um the question what happens when I don't maintain it um uh since I'm like in a pattern and like on a schedule like every day and when I don't um do the things that I'm supposed to do I would beat myself down and be like hey why did you do that like what is wrong with you and I know that's like the wrong thing to do but um, I would bounce back from it and I would learn from my mistakes and, you know, just take take a loss, but also there's a lesson, you know. Oh. I think what I thought of when I heard Miranda and Elijah sharing is like when personally when I don't maintain my relationship with myself, um, I guess I'll ruin what's in front of me by having a cloudy mind. Like, say I'll be at a family gathering and it's a wonderful event and everyone's there and all the people I love who I haven't seen in a while like it's a good event but if my main if my relationship with myself isn't I guess well maintained 
I'm too busy during that event thinking about other things. My mind is too clouded with other priorities or I'm not able to be fully present, I guess. And so in relation to my faith, I feel it's the same. I get in the way of my own faith because I'm not taking care of myself. Although I want to believe that my relationship with my faith is the first relationship I should be maintaining, above, even above myself sometimes. Um, again, I get in the way of myself. So that's why for me, it's especially important to have my time alone, to recharge, to do all my little self-care things, whatever that may be for everyone. Uh, because at the end of the day, um, I could be taking away more from myself, I guess, if that makes sense. I could be taking away more from myself by simply not taking care of myself. So it's a downward spiral. Yeah, I feel like um, last year, during the end of last year, I felt like I was kind of going like crazy a little and felt like I had so much anxiety building up that even when I would see my friends for like the first time in months, or when I'll go out, I feel like that I was, I just couldn't handle it and I just couldn't be there, that I needed that time for myself. And even if I had that time for myself, I didn't know how to handle it and I didn't know how to um, express it out. And even when my friends would ask like, what's going on and whatnot, I just didn't know what to tell them. And I think the main thing going on with that was I was, I was not, um, just thinking right for myself and I wasn't doing the things that made me feel good about myself and also I wasn't praying at the time too I felt like for during quarantine for the longest time I wasn't going and looking for um, a prayer or looking for a sign like I usually I usually did instead I would just sit down just look at my phone or like try to find something else instead of um, looking back and find what made me feel good about myself back then and honestly that was prayer and that was going to church and all but slowly I, I remember at the end of last year I'll kind of like build that up by just listening to church songs or songs that we used to sing and it was really it was really nice because it made me go back and think about all the times I spent with choir and all the times mm. I spent with youth ministry and Amaze and it just really made me miss that and mm. it really reminded me of what I should start doing instead of um, instead of what I was doing before. Um, this is more of a time where I realized that my relationship with myself wasn't that great. Um, it was after the college applications were done and especially starting second semester where I realized a lot of the things I've been doing through high school, getting good grades, joining certain extracurriculars were more to like impress college admissions officers or um, my family and my peers. Um, so during this time, I realized like I didn't have anything that I genuinely liked for myself. Like obviously I liked some of the extracurriculars, but um, I just wanted something that was more for me that made me happy. Um, and I'm definitely working on it right now, but I know when I'm not feeling that great and my relationship with myself isn't that great, I tend to not have the same amount of compassion and patience for others. And um, this might affect my faith because like, I might not show up to Emmaus meetings and whatnot and not interact with my community. But I definitely felt what you, when you, or I definitely resonated with what you said about how 
I f- you felt like you were doing things more so for college applications, but obviously more in a general sense. I feel like a lot of the time we live our lives in accordance to how people expect us to act or right. holding true to our responsibilities yeah. outside of that. Um, a question I constantly ask myself, and if you would like to answer, um, is who are you outside of what everyone thinks you are? What do you do at the end of the day that isn't for other people? Or in a, in a good sense, of course, not in a bad way, but who are you outside of what you do for other people? Or if you're not trying to obtain any re- responsibilities, like at the end of the day, I guess, who are you? And again, I th- when Feliza said, trying to find things just for you, I feel it was a really hard process for me. And I was wondering how you found that for you. <laughs> um, Did I you find it? <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, something I started recently is guitar. I'm not that mm. great. Do not ask me to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um, I do like playing it. And uh, recently the weather's been really nice. So I've just been sitting <coughs> in the backyard and just working or just enjoying the sunlight um i don't really have much to say it's just you know <laughs> if you feel like having a dance party with yourself just <laughs> yeah. play some That's good true. music yeah. and yeah. do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. no one's stopping no one's you when you're at home yeah um oh it was good um yeah i i can really relate to uh, yeah i really related to all like everything you guys said and um one one thing that like i was i was i thought of when um i was listening to you guys was um for it it could like for me i, I think it's the mindset like something so obviously if you can't maintain that relationship or that winning streak you're on something something happened or something's a little off and for me for me like reflecting on it it's it's really been my it would it's really been my mindset Cause you know when I when I'm doing good, I'm, I'm focused, I'm I'm tapped in. Yeah. But when you like, for, for you can only go for so long, and then all of a sudden, you know, something something's off. A day a day went bad, or like you know, you just feel different when you wake up. And um, usually when that happens for me, I find myself spending hours or days focusing on where I'm gonna be at, where I was, mm-hmm. what am I, how 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 am I gonna, how am I gonna be in a year from now. You know, and I find myself really like that. That'll be the theme of my days, you know, and I get too into it as to where it's like, what am I doing now? And that and when I get too much into thinking ahead or thinking about the past, it really it really sets like a what you might call it, uh, a discourse or. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just really it messes up the flow. But. Mm -hmm. I think it's 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 also healthy to have those because it's really grounding, you know, Cause that you that it reminds you that the the journey's still there. You st- you're still doing it, you're still going through it, you know. But yeah, I think going off what you said, Jacob. I think a lot of the time, especially I remember it being <laughs> a year ago when I was a col- when I was a high school <laughs> senior, <laughs> like it was so long ago. Um, we get so caught up in having goals and doing things for those goals, but in doing that, we kind of forget about the now. I know I have, for sure. I think, and this is something I realized just recently too, 
why can't we just do what we want now just because just to enjoy it just to practice guitar just to go out and play in our backyard or whatever without it having to contribute to something larger because whether Mm. or not we realize it it is contributing to something larger it's contributing to your own mental clarity and your own mental health um something i would think about is like okay here how do i paint this out um when okay so when feliza walked in today i was looking over her like her little (laughs) outline i guess for this episode um on something we have to work on and personally it reminded me of something i i wanted to work on is going out more because i know earlier i said that i was pretty social before but now i'm kind of stay home and i forget to socialize because i would think okay if i go out with this friend group then i'm either gonna feel happy or drained after and i thought those were the only two options or say i would my friends would ask me to hang out and then the same thing in my head i'd be like i'd either feel this or this but in doing so i kind of restricted myself more than i thought i guess um because i would because i think that those were the only two options i thought it was how do i explain this i thought that i could just stay home and be fine i don't need to to risk happy or sad i could just stay home and be safe from everything um but in doing so i didn't go out more and so i isolated myself past normal or too much i guess Mm. um i think because we always expect we we always think we know the outcome of things so relating back to goals we always think if we do xyz we'll meet our goals but at the end of the day that's not the case so going back to my friends asking me to hang out nowadays i realize oh i could hang out with people and i won't feel happy or sad but i'll feel something new and that's Mm. even better so i think the same goes with our journeys even if we do xyz we might not always meet the goal so it's okay if we do other things that are out of the course that aren't for something bigger if that makes sense mm. yeah i was gonna ask uh you jacob and you um Michaela, about um how do you remind yourself to live in the now and especially when you're like in your like gloomiest day or like saddest day how do you remind yourself that this is the the moment that you're in right now and you don't have to remind yourself what can happen in the past or what can happen in the future because i know so many people that go through this phase of just regretting and hoping for the best instead of living where you're at right now or is there do you guys know like some ways that you guys do it and this goes out for everyone too that's a difficult question i'll let jacob answer first (laughs) (laughs) i was hoping michaela would go first but um i think reflection is is really is really good it's really healthy i think honest reflection like with yourself you know because we've all we've all given advice to our friends but like whenever you tried giving advice to yourself or whenever you really sat down with yourself and listened to yourself you know and i think I, I get that a lot from reflection because usually it, when, when I'm in times like those, I'll find myself in my room for, for hours in my, in my thoughts. And then all of a sudden I look at my phone, I see the time and I'm like, oh, mm. you know, like, oh, and then it's like, uh, it, and <laughs> yeah. then all of a sudden I'm like, what am I really doing right now? You know, like, have I just spent the past hour, the past 30 minutes, the past two hours 
thinking about how I'm going to get to where I want to be two years from now. How is it going to happen? It seems so impossible. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, can I really do it? Am I really about this? You know? And, yeah, it like, we, it's, everyone asks themselves those questions. But I think, you know, it, when, it, when it gets to a certain point, you got you to gotta remember, like, you're going to get there by living today, by living tomorrow, by getting through the next day, by, by surviving next week, you know? And you just got to remember, like, that's why, like, as of recently, I've been really learning to love the process and appreciate the journey because everyone has a goal. Everyone has a dream, but it doesn't just happen. It doesn't mm. it, it doesn't just click all of a sudden, you know, you're not there right, you know, the next day, the ne- you know, your, your problem's not fixed. So it through reflection, I feel like it's really healthy to, to just sort of like decompress, relax and break things down and be honest yeah i definitely would agree with like what jacob said about appreciating the journey i know it sounds so cliche but if you step back if you do this this and this being unhappy and drained and stretched thin and then you reach your goal do you think you're going to feel any better because in my head at the end of it if i reach that goal if i if I become a nurse, but I killed myself over the years trying to do so, I feel there's no point. Because in my head, there's never going to be a point to which, okay, now I know I'm content with my life. It's a constant journey. It's a constant gloomy day and then happy day and then gloomy day again. But I think what I'm learning and what I'm still trying to better myself is being okay with those gloomy days. Not so much oh gosh, I feel off, I need to do something to distract me. But accepting them, feeling the emotions, and then like, <laughs> and then looking in the mirror and going, okay, better day <laughs> <Yeah>. tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, I can't like, obviously everyone's different. There's no instructions to life or to how to get over these gloomy days, but it's just a matter of having my mind went blank on the word but having the i guess hope it starts with an o optimism optimism (laughs) (laughs) having the optimism for better days there's this quote it's something along the lines of a happy person isn't just always positive isn't always positive it's just they have faith or optimism for Hmm. better days ahead So I'd say just accepting it, accepting those gloomy days. Because before, what I would do is I'd have a gloomy day and then I'd look in the mirror and just be like, why? Like, why don't you go back and do your homework? Why don't you have the motivation to do this? But then that just makes it worse because now you're bashing yourself on top of having no motivation. So I'd say just accepting it and to keep moving forward in whatever way that can be, whether you stay in bed all that all of that day and cry as long as you get up the next day um going off what yeah you guys were saying um jacob you mentioned something that is semi-important to me or really important to me actually um you said something about a winning streak right and the way i see your winning streak is um you know i'll wake up in the morning say thank you you know and then whatever I'm feeling that day, you know, make myself a smoothie or something, make myself a good breakfast. I'll be like, oh, that was, that was hecka good. You know, that's a win, you know, 
Mm-hmm. So I already have two. You know, you woke up, you're feeling good. You made yourself breakfast, and you know you had a good you had a good start to your day. What are you gonna do next? You're gonna knock out some assignments, you know, for the next day or whatever. And then that's a winning streak. So you don't have to do it um, later, or you know, you're not worrying about it at the end. And then let's say it's a payday. You got paid. That's another win. So I think adding on the little things like that happen throughout your day are really important. Um, even like short term or long term, like I think that it's like something major and it's something major that I even get tattooed on me. Um, I got the phrase winning streak so that I recognize like, hey, you know, everything's going to be okay in the end. You know, you, you just got to recognize your little wins, you know, what you get out of the day, your lessons and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that's something I recognized. Yeah, and uh, with Michaela's quote about optimism and Elijah's quote about winning streaks, um, <laughs> what is everyone else's quotes or mottos that you guys live by? <laughs> Amazing transition. Thanks. We love to see it. <laughs> we love, that. We love to see it. <laughs> that being said, um, my uh, motto or quote so there was um, a series on YouTube that I watched as a middle schooler. Yeah, when, when ball was life, you know, it was called 10,000 Hours. It was by Devin Williams. He, oh, he's in the lab, yeah. right? And there was an episode and it was like titled like Uncomfortable or something like that. And I watched I watched all the episodes. I watched all his videos because they were really about w- the grind, like really working on yourself and bettering yourself. And there was a quote in that episode. It, it went something like, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it took up, like, I'm still, like, finding, you know, new definitions to that. But, like, it took really up until I graduated from high school to really accept that being uncomfortable is okay. Being vulnerable is okay. Um, like, at uh, last night's meeting and closing prayer, I, I mentioned um, being vulnerable isn't weak. It takes more strength to be in the moment. And I really, I really stand by that, you know, because before when, when, when I was younger, I would, I would always prevent situations for me, you know, being in the spot or b- re- being in the moment, really. And yeah, that, that quote really just, um, it's a reminder, you, you always have room to grow, you always have room to learn about yourself. And I mean, this past year has really showed that, you know, but yeah, that's a, that's a quote that I like to. I remember talking to you about that, actually, I don't know. Um, it was basically the diagram. <laughs> um, picture like, I guess a circle with arrows pointing, let's say clockwise. On one half of it is comfort. So comfort pointing to the other half, which is discomfort. Basically, com- comfortable. Comfort- I almost forgot how to say c- that word. Comfortable things we enjoy, such as, let's say, sitting on the couch and watching Netflix and eating chips all day. As comfortable as that may be, it's going to lead to discomfort, hence the clockwise clockwise circle. Mm-hmm. So, But doing things that are uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. My mind is okay. very <laughs> cloudy, very cloudy right now with school. Um, <laughs> uncomfortable things will lead to more comfort, such as like the hard things that create more friction I guess like working out every day or like journaling making those things a habit will later on pay off so that's what I thought of um I guess my quote it's constantly changing depending on where I am in life I guess 
But I think right now it's just honestly taking risk. So going back to what mm. I was saying earlier about sometimes I just get in my head about whether or not I want to go out and be social because I'll think, no, nah, I could just skip that. It's not going to benefit me anyway or it's not like I'm going to enjoy it much. I'm just going to feel drained after. But lately I've been taking action towards that and just being like, no, honestly, let's just go and see what happens because that way I'm not missing anything, I guess. Um, at least I'm taking the risk and then who knows how that experience will turn out. I agree. I feel like with any new activity, it's always going to be discomforting at first, <laughs> but the more you do it, for example, like working out, of course, at first you're going to feel really sore and you're not going to like yourself and you're not going to like working out, but eventually you'll realize that it feels good to be healthy and to uh, build your strength. Um, a quote that I live by is to live what you preach. I know that's a song, but I haven't listened to it. Um, (laughs) 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 I think of it sort of as the golden rule or man in the mirror, where if you want something in the world, or if you want something for someone else, for example, happiness, then you should achieve that for yourself first or two, at least, um, if you want, um, equality for example then you could start with yourself and look at the man or woman in the mirror Mm -hmm. and just start educating yourself um and it's also if you're going to preach kindness and be kind to other people just remember to be kind to yourself too i like that i love that um i think uh, a quote that i live by right yeah is it also a song, um, K Sera Sera, whatever, whatever will be, will be. And I think it ties along to what everyone was saying uh, about like just living in, in the now and, you know, accepting what, accepting what you're going through and accepting the emotions that you're feeling. It's just gonna, whatever's, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> and, you know, you can't control it. And the only thing that you can control is, you know, what you're feeling and how you, how you react to, what everyone else is reacting to so yeah that's my life quote um i feel like for me it changes like every week (laughs) (laughs) um i was thinking when i saw this question i was thinking of like a song that i usually go to and there's so many songs i could just quote right now but um the one that i was gonna that i'm gonna say is just nothing happens by accident and that's something that I've been trying to live by. And that's something that um, someone really close to me taught me. And the moment like she told me that, I was just like, you know what, you're right. I, <laughs> nothing happens by accident. Because I remember um, I used to, whenever I went to church, I'll go to church. Um, back then, I used to go to church like two times a day. <laughs> I'll go uh, one with my family in the morning, and then I'll go one by myself for uh, like a youth mass or even if it wasn't a youth mass, I just like going by myself just to pray. But I used to just um, pray just like, yeah, I hope, hopefully life just gets better. Um, Cause this is all my junior year and junior year was just like a mess for me. And I was just praying like, I just want things to get better with myself, with my friends, with just everyone around me. And then 
I was like, God, just please give me a sign. Just give me a sign. And <laughs> I could tell you that whole year, maybe even like two years, I got like one sign. <laughs> 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 and, like it was like at church too. I was like, you know what? I should keep doing this that one sign. <laughs> I just kept asking then. Um, it was that day too where I got the sign and I went to her house and that's when she told me like just anything nothing happens for a reason um, and just go oh I meant <laughs> uh, everything happens for a reason yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 <Go>. <laughs> it, took me, it, took me, it took me a second to process that and like when she told me that I just felt like I had to live by that because I would always just yeah look for signs and whenever I think about it now like looking back just from last year so much has changed for me and so much in a positive way and some negatives but allowing for me to accept the changes and allowing me to go off of that really just helped me just become who I am right now and hopefully become a better person for me for later. Um, yeah, I already said my quote in the, in the previous, in the previous section, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, winning streak, just accept, you know, the little parts that happen in your life. So, yeah. All right. So going off of that, um, what are some of the things that you guys want to improve, um, in your life? Like right now, like mentally, like physically, emotionally, what are some of the things that you feel like you want to improve or need to improve? Um, something I'm working on right now is being consistent in, in, in whatever I do um, with, with my schedule, um, with my workouts, with when I do when I when I um, when I do my homework, make sure everything, you know, I stick to it because obviously if I if I make a schedule that's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's just that it's on me now. And that's something I'm just trying to, I'm trying to better. And it's just really being consistent in er whatever I do. If you ask me, actually, yeah. I could say almost a whole list of things I want to improve on. Um, but I guess one that I'm focusing on right now is going back to what I said earlier, is just taking the risk um, and being kinder to myself when I mentioned being okay with gloomy days and looking at yourself and just being okay it's okay we'll be okay tomorrow um, so I guess taking risk because I never know the outcome of a lot of things I need to stop assuming that this and this will lead to this because the way life goes is it never turns out how we expect um, and then being kinder to myself because we're only how old However, yeah, we're we're all pretty young, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and we get so caught up in goals already. I feel like a lot of the time, again, we're we're yeah. too we're sacrificing this and this for our goals later on, but it's taking away from the now. So those are two things I'm working on. I definitely agree with that last part. Um, when I was going through my whole second semester senior phase something I realized is a lot of my life is just a bunch of to-do boxes mm. to check off and that's fine 
but I feel like there should be something more to life than just a to-do list. So something I want to work on is just finding the small moments in life, like Elijah was saying. And then, um, yes, like, uh, <laughs> sorry, cut that out. <laughs> um, also going out more and taking the risk, like we said earlier. Yeah, um, sorry, just she said something that just kind of stuck out again. I think I shared it in like the last episode I was in, but life is constantly different lists, different to-do lists. We always have this never-ending list of homeworks, then errands, then text this person back or whatever. Like no matter what, that list will always be there. So you might as well stop and take care of yourself right now and just take a break. Yeah, going off of, of what you two said, um, I feel like we really like or I feel like pressure can really get to someone and whatever the wherever the pressure is coming from it it's it's gonna happen it or it or it already happened and I feel like something to also work on can be how you deal with pressure how, what, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed when you feel anxiety coming you know I feel like that's really important because yeah all the all the stress and all the pressure from school from work from whatever we're doing it's it's gonna happen it's gonna happen there's no way to avoid it but really how you deal with it i feel like can can lead to more growth too because once you get through it it's not like you're gonna take two steps backwards and then stay there you know mm-hmm. keep moving forward yeah um yeah going off what you say keep moving forward um what was it what was the question again i'm sorry <laughs> things you want to improve uh, on for yourself oh um something i want to improve on um i think i'm an over apologetic person um i don't know i just think that i say sorry too much but um like even the like the littlest things like oh sorry i didn't get to you i was busy I, um i know like you should do that but i feel like you know the person on the other than other end of it you know you know like respect like Hey, I know you're busy, but oh, I know you're busy, um, and I understand. Instead of me, like, you know, trying to make it up to them or something like that. But yeah, that's something that I want to focus on for myself. I forget where I've seen this. So you guys have probably seen it on social media, or I don't know, I forgot. But it was replacing sorries with thank yous. So like the example you used was like, oh, I'm sorry for being late. You could just say. Thank you for waiting for me. Mm. So I guess working on that, because I too am a very apologetic person. Sometimes, I don't know, but it's honestly really in our heads, Yeah, <laughs> I feel. But I've been trying to do that as well. Thank you. I think for <laughs> me, <laughs> something I want to improve on is also just like, I know, I know my quote was, you know, whatever will be, will be. But like, literally just working on that, and like accepting that and like, understanding that whether or not or like regardless of what college I'm gonna go to like I'm I'm gonna be at college in a few months and like Mm -hmm. like literally doing everything that you want to do right now just to do it like I'm pretty sure someone said that already like like drive to San Francisco on quarter tank with no money in your (laughs) bank account like don't text your best friend back if you don't want to like like it's it's if it's gonna help me like in my mental health and my like physical emotional whatever in whatever way like just do it because like 
<laughs> everything is literally gonna happen eventually so there's no reason to hold back to, yeah just yeah. N- to not do it so right. just do it um for me i think it's to stop worrying about the smallest things and the littlest things um because it builds up so much like anxiety for me and just worrying about like oh um am i gonna even turn in my homework today or am i even gonna like go out to run do i even have time for it even though i have so much time in the day i limit myself by having time limits for me and like kind of like time stamps and if i don't meet it at this time um it just messes up my whole plan and that's kind of like a big problem for me and that's something i've been trying to improve on on just readjusting and if it doesn't work out it's okay and i just gotta live through it because i could always do it tomorrow i could do it like in 30 minutes maybe so i don't gotta put so much pressure on myself for like no reason yeah and sorry i feel like a lot of what we're saying is all relatable whether it's between us or the listeners um i used to so I, too, am on a routine. Like, I need a routine to keep my days moving. And whenever I'd go off of those routines, I'd get hard on myself. But something my therapist brought up before was, okay, so say we go off routine, make a new one, and then go along with that one. And she said it, and it sounded so simple. And I was like, why did I not think of that? Like, if waking up at 6 a.m. and sleeping at 12 a.m., was draining me constantly why don't i just make a new routine for myself because at the end of the day the only person who's getting hard on yourself and limiting limiting yourself or myself is ourselves yeah right (laughs) so and i don't know why it's so hard you know like i don't know who (laughs) taught who taught me that or anything no it's not a bad thing yeah i know like sometimes it's good sometimes it helps me like take that risk i'll be like i have to um see what happens at like five o'clock with one of my friends if i don't go i don't go Mm -hmm. but then sometimes i feel like it's too extreme like if i want to go out running at um later in the day like i told myself 4 30 but i see like it's 4 45 after a nap and i see the sun like going down like just a little bit with like too much shadows i'm like it's too late i can't go out i'm not coming home (laughs) okay so let's work out at home you know like yeah it's okay i don't i'm really hypocritical of that because again i'm just the same i get on myself all the time but it's going back to what we were all talking about earlier about just whatever happens happens be okay with the gloomy days like it all ties into itself cool so now that we've established what we do for ourselves and how it affects us how do you guys think those things that we do and our relationship with ourselves impacts your relationship with your faith so um Something that really helped me um, with my faith and really that did impact it was, like I said before, my junior year. And honestly, I have to say my sophomore year, too. A big thing that happened for me was um, honestly joining this program. <laughs> Amazed. That's like one of the first steps I ever like did. Because before that, I never even like went to church. Like I stopped CCD at like the age of eight maybe (laughs) and like I just wasn't involved at all but joining this program and thinking that this is my next step that's all I needed but then my sophomore year um my grandpa passed away and I just didn't know what steps to take after that and I remember the like the day my grandpa passed away it was it was in the morning it was like three o'clock in the morning and 
like I live right next to them. So like I saw everything and all. And then I just remember like I had something to do at nine o'clock. It was a uh, it was an amazed uh planning group meeting. <laughs> and I was like, I have to go to that. So like and then we had a meeting the next day. It was like uh it was Monday, yeah, the next day. And like I just didn't know how to show or express my emotions. Because I remember, well, because before we even start youth ministry, we'll go like in a circle and we'll say what we want to pray for. And then I casually just said, yeah, I like to pray for my grandpa who just passed away um, just like a few days ago. And like, I just couldn't let out any emotions. But then going through the program, it really taught me how to let myself out and really let myself express what I want to express and what I need to express because I never knew how to. And this program was a big part of that. And same with my junior year too. I thought I knew how to express myself by telling my friends or telling myself what I need to do. But then with so much going on and so much things overwhelming me, I, I was back at square one and I thought I lost my faith again and I just got to rebound and find something. And then I did find it. I found it in music and I found it in journaling. And all of that helped me out and really taught me that that's all I really need. And Whatever there is for the future, I'll find that. And there's a reason why it's called the faith journey because he put you for that journey for a reason and you gotta do your best to follow it even if it isn't what you want at that moment. I think my my connection is the same within the program. Um, this is my first year in Emmaus, but I have been popping my head <laughs> to visit since my freshman year, so four years now. Um, Again, whether that be potlucks or the Christmas parties. Amazing food, by the way. Um, <laughs> Stacy's dip. <laughs> really good. <laughs> um, when I was first introduced to the program, I feel I was in a time where I didn't really know who I was and I didn't have that much appreciation for myself. But And I remember the exact moment. It was when I first walked through those doors and everyone just bombarded me with hello welcome hi oh my gosh you're here and just warm hugs and familiar faces and I realized like looking back at that night four years ago or maybe five um, even when I didn't maybe have the most love for myself other people still do other people who I just met that night showed an appreciation for myself and I connect this program obviously with my faith because on days where I don't even feel like I love myself, I know God does, and my relationship with Him still stands strong. Um, on days where I question myself, same goes for that. I know that He has a plan, even if what I'm doing now doesn't feel like part of it, or what I'm going through doesn't feel part of it. Um, my relationship with myself, I feel, though is up and down, my faith is, I guess, constant, even when it doesn't feel like it. Um, yeah, I, it's funny how um, the both of you connected it to this program because um, I really learned more about myself through through youth ministry, through Emmaus. And I, I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but I said who you are with yourself reflects on who you are around other people. And whether that be you, you take it out on other people or who you are with yourself is revealed, you know, like, oh, like I'm really just a shy, you know, shy person. But this program really taught me to open up and really be vulnerable because I wasn't used to 
to doing that at all. I, I was I grew up thinking, you know, it's it's strong to to keep mm. everything bottled in to to just brush it off your shoulder, you know. And then it came to a point where everything just literally bottled up, and it was like junior year when all that when like that happened for me. And that was the year I joined Amish, the summer going into junior year. And um, whatchamacallit, um, <laughs> yeah, but go- going off of that, um, my relationship with, with myself reflected on how I talk to God every day. How before, the, before I, I, I sleep, I would, I would have that conversation with them. It really reflected. And um, I didn't have deep and meaningful conversations with God until I learned how to talk to myself. I learned how to listen to myself. I learned how to to understand my emotions, you know? And I don't know how it all lined up, but that's just how it was for me. And how the stronger I felt with myself, the more the stronger connection I felt with him, you know? And that's that's for me, that's how it ties in for me, but I feel like if you really are comfortable with yourself and know how to deal with yourself, it's gonna reflect on how you are with others, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Like everybody said at this table, um, going through this program, um, I didn't go to CCD. Um, I started youth ministry, and then I went through MAS and confirmation. And um, what I realized, like in the beginning, I was really intimidated to, um, you know, share my own thoughts, and I was worried about what people were gonna say about me and. Um, what is God going to say? Um, what are the Emmaus leaders going to say? What is Jim going to say? I was like worrying about what everybody's going to think of me. But, you know, as I progressed through the program and, you know, I grew my faith and I went on my journey and I started to grow like within myself, I realized like, hey, um, like what you need to say has value and what you need to say has a purpose. You know, you know, you are loved and um, what Michaela was saying, like, God has a plan. And I didn't go on the L.A. Youth Day retreat, but um, the slogan was God's plan, um, you know, the song by Drake. Um, so I think, you know, just going off of, you know, this whole, um, I don't know, this whole uplifting process and this whole, you know, interpersonal journey that I had with myself and when I did my panel, um, I don't know, was that last year? I don't even know. But yeah, last year. Um, I really, that's that was the turning point of where, hey, God is with you. You know, he's not going to judge you. Um, yeah, that was that. Was that. Um, I think for me, I, I think it's funny how it, it says, how does your relationship impact, your relationship with yourself impact your relationship with your faith? But I don't it, it kind of switches for me also how how my relationship with my faith affects my relationship with myself because I I did go to CCD and you know I've, I've been with this church for like almost my whole life no my whole life and like I obviously when you're like in second grade you don't really know anything about yourself and then as I grew older like going through the youth ministry program I obviously was learning more s- about myself and that helped my relationship with my faith and my relationship with the like Saint Anne community like like grow so much. Um, where was I going with that? Um, um, the the just the fact that like I, I after like confirmation I I didn't go straight into this and there was something 
in me that was like, oh, you should just do it. And I didn't until like my relationship with myself became like not as good like during quarantine. And I was like, just do it. You know, it's going to make you feel better. And it did. And I I didn't really I haven't really missed a meeting since because I just know it like it makes me feel so good when I'm with everyone or like, you know, that have that energy around me. Um, and like I even like thought or I, I've been like skipping um, like dance practice just to like come to church and like because like, you know, like I don't know. It's just like it's something that I really like didn't think that it would have this much impact until I started doing it. And now like I'm stuck here. <laughs> like I'm here today. Like yesterday I was I think I was really upset. Um, something like I was just upset for some reason and then I realized I was like, hey, I get to go to church tomorrow and I just snapped out of my bad mood and I was like, hey, I get to go to church tomorrow and that's it just helped like my relationship with myself. So yeah, for me it just it switches back whether um, doing something for myself helps my faith or you know, coming to church is helping my mental health or emotional health or whatever i agree i was also a part of ccd my entire life and i've been at this church my entire life um but being in the youth ministry program definitely hits different because before it would just be like learning the facts of this happened and then this happened (laughs) whereas now we learn like more relevant topics to today and to ourselves um one thing that stood out to me is maybe it was a result of social media and peer pressure but we kind of just walked around thinking that everyone was perfect but then when i got to youth ministry and in retreats i learned that all of these great leaders around me or great people um even though they have an amazing and positive impact on my life they still have their own flaws and that's okay so it's just learning to accept yourself and your flaws and that doesn't necessarily detract from who you are as a person. Um, And relating it to my relationship with myself, um, one of the things I really miss about in-person youth ministry is praying over others because that would be a time where you could listen to other people and share your own experiences and essentially um, give your wisdom and strength to others and help them with their own lives because we're all in our own little worlds, but we could still hope and love and support each other. Yeah, definitely. Before we close, um, what would we, uh, people would say God is in us. God is in each other, within each other. So we have to treat ourselves with the same way we would treat God. We would not be telling God the things we tell ourselves if we kept that in mind or treated our neighbors the way we did. Um, I think that is, for me, the entirety of that, just being kind, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like when we talk about our true selves and we talk about ourselves with our faith and, yeah, with ourselves, um, I feel like the place where I'm that, like I could say like 100% that that's me, is whenever I walk into the hall, I see everyone just smiling, having a good time, and that's where I feel is my home, and this does feel like my second home, and just finding all of that with yourself and finding that connection, I'm super grateful for what everyone in this program and who I met and what they taught me, 
and I bet all of you feel the same way too. And just going, just going to church and all, it's it feels enlightening. <laughs> if that's that's the word, yeah, enlightening. <laughs> it's our constant. Uh, yeah, mm. and for me, just going to every Monday night meeting, it's what I look forward to every every single week. And with that, and I'd like to thank all of you for being here today. Um, we'd like to end this off with a closing prayer by Elijah. All right. Um, can we all stand ourselves in our faith? In the Father, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Dear God, give us the strength to better our relationship with ourselves so that we may better help our faith community and relationships with friends, family, and you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Is there any announcements anyone like to make before we end off this episode? Stay tuned for this four-part series. This is only one part <laughs> of the whole four. So keep tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, part two of the retreat theme series will focus on relationships with friends. New episodes are available on Fridays at 2 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. We hope you have a safe and blessed week and take care.